what's up, y'all? It's Lex. You're listening to the Plus Size Problem Podcast. I'm here with Candice and Candy. Hey! <laughs> I got it right <laughs> The topic of the day is sexuality and attraction and orientation and dating and all those fancy things. So, um, I guess we can go around and kind of talk about how everybody identifies. Is that cool? That is wonderful. Okay, so I'm heterosexual, but I'm just learning about the spectrum and all that other stuff, so I don't know where I fall, I think, but I'm married to a man, so I guess most people would consider me heterosexual. I don't know if I'm the ex- most extreme, but we'll get into that but later. But, like, wait, it's about how you identify yourself. But see, that's the thing. Like, I, okay, so let me ask y'all this. I think women are beautiful. Like, I'll see somebody right. like, oh, my God, they're so cute, or, you know, whatever. I mean, or now I have, like, maybe, like, a girl crush or whatever, I mean, but it's not like, oh, my God. You know, it's not like that. <laughs> the thing is, as Grace Jones says, um, Grace Jones is sickening. She says, of course, I find women attractive because yeah. how do I find myself attractive. Okay, see, so yeah, exactly. You can be heterosexual and find yeah. women attractive. See, I don't know. I like, I'm so. I like, know men have you thinking that because you be like, oh, is your home a homeboy attractive? But like, yeah, I don't know how. I don't know how men look. I don't look right, like exactly. Like, I'm, I really appreciate it when men can admit when another man looks good. I think yeah, that's really it, nice. it makes you look. Uh, little bit better in my right. life. So no, you, you that's perfectly fine that you okay. be like that woman is attractive. Okay. She's so happy. Well, I'm happy because I understand. Yes. Yes. Not because I'm heterosexual. <laughs> I'm heterosexual. <laughs> right. right. I don't think it's um I don't think uh you know, I don't think right. it's the best thing ever, but I hearing y'all talk, I was really confused. That's why I'm just sitting there like, wait. It takes a lot of time yeah. and a lot of independent research. I think yeah. in, in this one of those things like it's just like you have you ever had, have you ever been to church and somebody be like, Don't just go home and, you know, uh, only go by what the preacher says. Yeah. You too have to go read the scripture because people right. can lead you astray. And that's kinda how sexuality is, I yeah. feel like because you're seeing it through the lens of whoever's speaking to you. And by all means, don't yeah. listen to us. Yeah. Avoid Tumblr, please. Please. please <laughs> so all the research I just did was Purely Tumblr. It wasn't Google. No, no, or anything. no. Okay. No, no. Um. Uh, this is Candace. I. I was. Um. I know this is gonna be difficult with both of our names being <laughs> Candace. We're gonna have to figure this out. But. Um, <laughs> but um. When I was in school, and when I was at Michigan State, I, I was the vice president of my LGBT club. And even when you know what your sexuality is, you learn so much about mm-hmm. what it really means and how it started. And right. I didn't even know there was a bisexual pride flag. I got one in the back what? of yes. yes, girl, I got one in the back of my car. Okay. Because um, I'm lit like that. Um, just ready to be like, bow. This. Um, like, listen here. Um but yeah, you learn so much about the history about it. I didn't know Freddie Mercury was bisexual. Mm. I live for Freddie Who Mercury. Who is Freddie Mercury? The, the lead singer of Queen. Queen. Are you kidding me? Oh, okay. We are the champions mm-hmm. of that guy. Oh, I was okay. about to be like, she's a killer. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm just learning so much. Yeah, but people don't don't think that people who are LGBT haven't learned themselves. Like, right. We, we, we learn a lot yeah. about ourselves and even our own sexualities that we didn't realize. So did you go through like a curious age? With me, or, or well, let me ask you: Is that offensive to say that it was a stage? Like, I'm just not trying to mess she, nobody she, up. She, previous to this recording, she kind of offended me by asking <laughs> me if I was playing around when I when I mentioned my uh, my dating woes online. Um, I am bisexual. If anybody had, yeah, like we that. didn't know. Yeah, because um, I didn't know, girl. Um, and I and I'm a bisexual. I'm gonna put air quotes here in the purest form, meaning that I have equal attraction to men and women. Um, I didn't really have a stage. I just remember 
thinking about it really deeply and like, is this a thing that I'm doing? Because mm-hmm. when I was 13, um, I'm not out to my family. Everybody on the oh, planet. Oh, wow. Yeah, everybody else on the planet Earth knows that I'm bisexual, except for Alexis Bragg and my <laughs> family. But um, I'm going to shade her off. Okay, I deserve it. I deserve it. But my mother, when I was 13, before I was really thinking about sexuality, because when I was 13, you think boys, I'm going to have sex with boys, and I can't wait to have sex with boys. But I remember watching Logo and watching something, I'm like, oh no, we've added another thing to this. And there was the end of this movie. Yeah. Yeah, and they were dancing in a lesbian bar. It was the end of the movie, I don't know. And my mom walked up to me, and she was just like, wow, look at all those lesbians. And I was like, yep. And she said, if you ever came out to me as a lesbian, you couldn't kiss me on the face. <gasps> and I was what like. What kind of crap is that? Why would you say that? Because she's homophobic, Candace. Your mother? Yes. So she still doesn't face. know. Yeah. But that's so silly. To that's so silly because it's like, so you'd rather have me suck a dick and then kiss you on the face? It's it's wild. Yeah, vaginas are actually at least self-cleaning. Uh, we clean yeah. our shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um. That was strange, so it kind of set this path of, okay, now I feel weird about this because my mother, who's supposedly uh, liberal, um, she wasn't really at the time. This is before the Republicans really went through this big, massive change that they've done, so she was always Republican. Oh, wow. Yeah, she was Republican for a while. Um, Black people are conservative people. Yeah, they are. Uh, We've just kind of been forced to be liberal because we're black. But... Yeah, she kind of set that in past me, so it's always been kind of under the wraps. Um, I wasn't fully, fully, like, out here until, I, I would say, my freshman year of college. And even then, I was still mainly um, dealing with men. But then I, it started, I started feeling more and more disenfranchised with myself um, up until my sophomore year when I joined Spectrum, which is the... LGBT group on the east side of Michigan Stadium. That's when I really started, you know, getting into my my stuff, and I'm surprised that my mother hasn't caught on. Quite honestly, yeah. Um, she do you think she knows? She just hasn't. I mean, that's one of those things. It's kind of like my virginity. Yeah. Y- your mom knows, right? But she but wants you. We're to not gonna have her. a discussion about it, right? As far until I die, I'm gonna be pure. You know, yeah. to her eyes, I'm yeah. not gonna ever be like, yeah, mama, I was. Yeah, no. like I told my mom I cuss sometimes. She's like, "What? Oh, really? me and my mother curse like sailors." Yeah, so see, my it. mom it's just a different level with her. So yeah. okay, so with you being like a leader at you know MSU's mm-hmm. you know LGBT community, the Q is the Q there or is it not? Well, we did the LGBTQQIA. Okay, yes, What's... girl. It was it in me being bi. I had to learn all those letters. Okay, so I, I, when I see LGBTQ, mm-hmm. I sometimes I hear people say queer. And then I, sometimes it's questioning. Yeah. Uh, well, the, the QQ, the two Qs right. cover that. And then the IA. The I, um, I believe it was like intersex. And then asexual. Mm-hmm. Asexual, asexual yeah. So intersexual, what's that? Intersex, that's, um, it's, we don't say hermaphrodite anymore. That's like a slur. Okay. So intersex is somebody who has, who's in between that spectrum of having male genitalia and female genitalia. So they have both. They have both in a way. So somebody might have a bigger clitoris that looks like a penis. Some people might have, you know, situations happening down there. And they they have a hard time finding themselves because now it's, I have to explain to my partner that, 
yes, I look like a, a woman on the outside, but I actually have a, a penis and a vagina. And, you know, a lot of You men, do? No, I do oh. not. I'm, I'm, t- I'm speaking for... Right, um, okay. Uh, I'm transformative speaking, Alexis. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just trying to make like, sure. She was like, you better <laughs> No. <laughs> okay, well, okay, so no. Let me ask you this. Though. Yes. Um, I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to scream. <laughs> no, no, sure. like, no. I, I, look like a, I feel like all the time I'm basically like a Sprite bottle when the cheap ones you get a dollar store. And, like, if you drop me on the floor, like, bottom first, I'm just gonna, like, explode. I try not to, like, scold it in so bad, but I'll be like, Woo! Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was about to like have a fit. I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm sorry. I lost okay. Time. No, that's fine. Um. Oh my God. What was I gonna say? So when you okay. So explain to me the difference because when I think of uh when you say intersex as mm-hmm. far as you know body parts, mm-hmm. you kind of lean towards gender. That's that's the whole but, issue. But gender is... Very much different. It's different than sexuality, but... Okay, so I guess I'm asking if you have both parts or whatever, mm-hmm. you know... I, that they have their own discussions. It's basically like... I could be, you know, uh, again, big air quotes, uh, a woman and have, you know, big breasts right. and all the things that come... The fat yeah. distribution of a, mm-hmm. of a cisgender woman, but then I have you know, a different genitalia going yeah. on there. And that's not necessarily trans. You were born right physically <laughs> with those. So right. then you have to battle, well, I am a woman in the gender sense. Right. But now I have this weird sexual situation going on that I have to explain to men. And we all know heterosexual men, they yeah. go, oh, if you bring anything up, you put a dick Anything in. phallic. If anything phallic, and you put a cucumber in their space, then, like, I'm not eating that because it's gay. Like, not to generalize, but it's it's kind of, it's really like that. So yeah. you have to battle. I can imagine an intersex woman having to deal with that. Yeah. Um, it just confuses me because I know, I know to separate sexuality from gender. Right. But when you say that somebody that has more than one uh, genitalia, mm-hmm. it's like and that's more so sex than gender. But I always, you know, yeah, it's a, it's so a it's, sexual it's, issue. But yeah, it's, but it's definitely a discussion that I wasn't exposed to in, in my baby LGBT days. And mm-hmm. um, when I learned about, it, I was like, wow, those, you know, I, I never thought about that because you think of it as being something like, oh, only one in yeah. a million people have that going on, but you don't, you don't right. understand that people could be really dealing with that yeah right okay so i'm heterosexual you're bisexual yes and candy is what i identify as pansexual so what's that pansexuality they like to talk well first of all the beginning part of pan it's a greek word meaning all or mm-hmm. everybody basically it's some people like to call them gender blind people which means that like i don't not saying I don't respect it, but I don't allow, like, your gender or your orientation or whatever, like, uh, deter me from feeling the way that I feel. So, basically, I was just talking to my friend, uh, Lo, his little sister, and she was, like, com- curious about it. She was like, well, wait, you know what I'm saying? You're saying you're pansexual, so what does that really mean? And yeah. I said, well, I just feel that in the in the world of sexuality, I think everything is, like, down to your personal taste. So, mm-hmm. I was like, whereas some people... Um, you know, some people like, say you're just a steak and potatoes person and somebody else is like, well, no, I like fish. And then, you know what I'm saying? Like, pansexuality is like, 
it's an open buffet for me. Like anything that comes my way could potentially be a love interest for me. Not that I don't have it, but the biggest problem with that is when people hear that kind of thing, they start to think like, okay, you don't have any standards. You just, you'll just go with anything. And add that into being like a plus size, dark skinned woman. People are just like, is this desperation? It's just like anybody who will give you any attention, like right. you'll be like, with yes. it. Yes. And it's, and that's, it's completely not that way. Mm. In fact, I think because, you know, because I'm not bound by gender or sex, mm-hmm. I'm even more picky because it's like, it really is all about your personality. It really is all about those things. Now, definitely, I want to be sexually attracted to you as well. But like I said, um, I definitely want to be sexually attracted to you and physically attracted to you as well. But it's about, like, how I feel about that person, like, really about your energy, your spirit, and everything like that. Okay, so I remember the clearest, um, I guess, kind of, like, comparison that I have when you say, when you describe your pansexuality is Raven Simone, when she was on The View, I think she said that I'm a human who loves humans. Yeah. And that's, like, Mm -hmm. pretty much... Like to sum it up, that's what you could say. Like not I can I'll take what I can get kind of thing, but just nothing really turns you off in a sense or something like that. Well yeah, it just wouldn't be you know, for a lot of people, like you you meet somebody and they say, um, for you, you say you're a heterosexual woman, that's uh-huh. how you identify. So if you meet a man who says, I like men, right away, if you were single and looking, which you're not um, you'll be like, okay, he's somebody I, I just put, you know what I'm saying? It's like, if you like are on a dating app and you're swiping left or right. right, you would just swipe right on that person or yeah. wait, swipe left, swipe left. left. <laughs> you would just sort them out of your yeah. mind. It wouldn't even be anything that you would entertain any further right. because you've already let me know. And for some people that's a turnoff, even if they say, okay, okay, I take it back. I've never actually been intimate with a man. And I decided that I now want to date women. You'd be like, since that came out of your mouth, you are, like, I, you can't take thoughts. it back. Right, you know what exactly. I'm saying? I, I heard it. I'm sorry I heard it, but now I have to act <laughs> on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, especially right. in the black community, that's oh, kind of how man. it goes. Like, because, you know, when you're young, I don't know, I'm not speaking for everybody, but I know that for myself, I wasn't sex attracted for a very long time. Mm-hmm. So, it wasn't something that came in, I didn't come into in my early teens, like some people do. Mm-hmm. Um, so everything that you're saying is just idealized. Nothing has been put into action. You never kissed anybody. Well, for myself, I never had sex with anybody. It was just all in my mind, how I felt I felt about my sexuality. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? So, but for um, a lot of black people, you know what I'm saying? You don't even have that, that Those time options. to even figure it out. Like, mm-hmm. you don't really even get to entertain the thought or even... Mm-hmm. Think about what you want because, you know what I'm saying, especially for our black men, you condemn yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. oh, my God, like, you said it. You said it out your mouth. You were never going to go back to the heterosexual land. I don't even care. And then does bisexual land even exist? You know what I'm for saying? Men. Yeah, for, for men, men No, it does not. It you know what I'm you're saying? Just it's gay. just you're gay and you want me to be, like, your beard or your cover or whatever. <laughs> That's weird. I ain't into that freaky shit. And you're not giving me AIDS. I don't want to die. <laughs> like basically it, it sounds awful and yeah, terrible but, but from somebody like me but I, it doesn't bother me that you identify however you identify right. it doesn't mean that one day you might look at me and I might look at you and you know we might have a conversation and you might date. and I mean it even goes into our our, our queer spaces um, where for a while even I and I don't want you to think I'm a perfect cinnamon bun of LGBT perfection uh, for a while, I was like, I'm not dealing with bi men. That's, yeah, that's gross. Yeah. W- w- why would I do that? You know, not even thinking about the implications of what I, as a bisexual person, mm. if somebody said that to me, I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, what mm. does that have to do with you right now? And then, you yeah. know, that was in my early, early, again, baby 
uh, queer stages, but then you know, and this is this is a black thing where it's mm-hmm. just like, oh, he took a penis once, never AIDS. You know, right. you like, you grew up watching Tyler Perry. Everybody who's gay has AIDS. <laughs> yeah. Everybody who's on drugs has AIDS. Yeah. You cheat on your husband, you're gonna get AIDS. Yeah. You know, so. Um, <laughs> you but no, know, that's really real. It really, yeah. it really yeah. affects, and it's but, real stuff. That's why I can't stand Tyler. <laughs> yeah, for many reasons. I for a lot of reasons. Yeah. that's a whole other part. Right. <laughs> so let me ask you this: um, How has fatness affected your sexuality, or has it affected it at all? Fatness and my sexuality. Well, I learned this: fat phobia exists Everywhere. in all communities. Mm-hmm. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, as I said. This is an LGBT people aren't perfect cinnamon lovers mm-hmm. of uh, happiness and acceptance. Yes. Uh, a lot of lesbians and bi women don't like fat girls. Wow, surprise. Fat phobia mm-hmm. uh, is everywhere. And mm-hmm. um, so I would say that I have, you know, I have a pear shaped body and it's okay because people are like, oh, you got a big old butt and nice mm-hmm. boobs or whatever. So I still grab more people than, let's say, somebody who is apple shaped or not traditionally shaped you know in a way it's still hard for me but i can't imagine what it is for somebody right else. um you know some studs and stuff mm-hmm. do y'all know what studs are does this audience know what a stud i is? think stud is like a pretty uh popular term yes but you can just in case i mean i can't oh let me not do that on this though um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so ugly that, was that so laugh ugly. was so ugly <laughs> but um uh, a lot of uh, studs who are um, traditionally masculine presenting uh, women um, don't particularly like fat girls. Um, wow. Yeah, it's. I I mean I grab I I grab a lot of studs myself um, mm-hmm. when I'm in queer spaces, but traditionally that's not something that um, is really searched out for why do you say that why do you think that is it's just again like with uh straight men it's still just like a it's not that they're not attracted to fat girls Mm -hmm. because again i've been flirted a lot with um you know i was dating this girl and her roommate was flirting with me and her her roommate is a straight stud but the thing is wait her roommate is a straight when i say straight oh Oh, oh my god i had another level of lgbt that she did not understand i would not do that to her okay Again, it's like with straight men, you wouldn't believe how many straight men, and we can bring this up later, be like, I ain't never dated a fat girl before. Mm-hmm. My girlfriend's skinny, but I really find you attractive, but I can't bring you around my homeboys. Because you bring a fat it's girl around, it's, it's just not accepted. Okay. Um, the girl that I'm kind of dating right now, she's she's also another bigger girl. Mm-hmm. So, you know... It, you probably find another bigger girl who wants to date you and whatnot, but th- you're not gonna have trouble. You, I'm trying to put this in better words. You're gonna have a little trouble just like you would in straight spaces. Okay, it's um, no different. It's not that much different. Uh, women, <laughs> we can talk about straight dating spaces all day. Yeah, but um, it, yeah. don't go LGBT and expect. You know, all the women are going to be like, oh my gosh, we're all women and we all love each other and we are all beautiful. If you're looking for that, 
you might as well just, you know, like, Let it go. try it. Okay. So, I don't know. Has, you know, your fatness affected your sexuality, Candy? Well, I mean, um... To piggyback off of what Candy said, I I can no Candy said that Candy said that I'm sorry I'm Candy <laughs> I apologize for the viewers who don't understand what's going on we have two people here myself and the other Candice <laughs> our names are spelled the exact same, same way. way and we both go by Candy in different spaces so it's almost like a rock paper scissors thing to decide yeah. who's being called Candy or Candice tonight so she took the L for me because I think yes. we both prefer our nicknames uh-huh. and she's being called Candice for the sake of this podcast because I'm bougie. And, yes, you know, and Candy, I, I, we tried it the other way before we started, and instantly I messed it up. <laughs> she hijacked I, it. I literally, <laughs> literally committed a hundred percent to it, and then just literally just <sighs> anyway. So I'm Candy. I apologize. Like Candace said yes. earlier, um, yeah, it really does exist in all spaces. And I'll take it a step further by saying that. In my realm of dating or even being attracted to or being pursued by or pursuing gay males or men who identify as either bisexual or as homosexual, weight is a huge issue. Weight is a huge weight is a huge issue for in, in I would in say male like, loving men. Exactly. Yeah. Men loving men. Oh my god, weight is I mean, it, it is such a it's such a talking talking they, point. Have you heard of Grinder? You probably haven't. Grinder have You heard have of heard of Grinder. Wonderful. Grinder is that heavy air quotes here dating site. Um <laughs> there's, there's, there's no I thought you were about to say like I thought I really thought we were going toward the sandwich like I was no. like a grinder like what are we talking about oh baby I really apologize oh, I'm so excited about something no, no, no. Yeah. So grinder yes. is a dating site <laughs> that's worse than Tinder girl and, um, <laughs> not to get derailed the conversation but you'll have profiles that say no blacks no spice no rice which means no black people, no Latinos, and no Asian people. No oh. spice and no rice. Oh, and no girl. spice and no rice, girl. That is heinous. It's heinous. And I'm reporting them. So, um, <laughs> I mean, the black gays have been having their issues with that. Um, that's what I'm saying. If you are ever LGBT or figuring yourself out, do not go into these spaces thinking everybody's just going to be loving and hugging you and all that stuff. But they also put no facts. You know, and uh, this we, sounds like somebody's ordering a, like some kind of. Food I mean, I don't know. Yeah, about. no fats, no no, no spice, fats, no, no spice, rice, no, no rice, no black, no black beans, like none of that. Yeah, none of that. <laughs> so we just don't. We don't want no Chipotle. They're just telling Basically. me they don't want Chipotle. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, fatness is a huge. And, and when she brings it up, I haven't had really any experiences with uh, bisexual men. I would love to date a bisexual. Man. Yeah, it is a huge they deal. Won't, they won't treat you wrong. It, but it's it a huge deal. deal. Yeah. Okay. See, I'm learning so much, so I don't know. I'm I'm a, I'm assuming that no question is off limits. Just don't no. get a don't just don't get offended. You didn't really offend me. I was just like I, I turned on like, my Kill what? Bill yeah. siren music came on and I was like, Do I have to murder her? Tonight? Right. In her own house. I was like Beatrix Kino, like mm. <laughs> You just waiting around oh, what? Gosh. So okay, what about the intersectionality about, you know, sexuality is it harder do you think um it's a joke yeah like just like being black fat and queer and a woman because we when you all have been talking about your your experiences i've been hearing a lot about males i've hear i hear a lot about 
homophobia when it comes to, you know, men and like how men have, you know, a Mm -hmm. certain way and all the homophobia. But y'all really didn't talk about women in the space. Is that because it's more accepted by men and it's just like a known, I mean, yeah, it's more accepted by, you know, most people for women to kind of be sexually fluid. Yeah. And then, yes. like, men, it's like, no, you cannot. But for the wrong reasons. You say women love women and men love women. That's just an abbreviation for, uh, like, when I said queer. Mm-hmm. Women love women can be lesbian, bi, pan, whatever. But right. it's for women who love women, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, lesbian is? Wait, what did you just say? Was for women loving women? It's what sapphic you? women. Okay. And sapphic means, again, women love women. Sapphic. Sa- I love that word. It's such a pretty word. Um, it's just a term for women who... If you are a woman who loves a woman, you are a woman love woman. Same thing, mm-hmm. you know that type of thing. Yeah. Um. It, it's it's people accept it for the very wrong reasons. It's like a fetishization of it. So if I I I've gotten to the point I don't even tell men I'm bisexual, because if you tell them you're bisexual, oh you must want a threesome. Right. Um. Like a, I can see that. A friend of mine and her her man, as soon as he found out we were by oh, threesome. And we were like, we didn't even we didn't even request that. You know, but have y'all ever had threesomes? Girl, I hate it. You've never had one? You hate them? I, I didn't like it. You've had it one time and was like never I again. Was like, never again in my life. Okay, okay, I gotta finish the story. So but yeah, it's a fetishization. Porn is amazing as porn can be for your lonely <laughs> times. A lot of uh, men who love women, uh, and I use love, not an actual love, but attracted, attracted to. Uh, lesbian porn is not made for lesbians. Right. Lesbian porn is two straight or maybe bi-curious women delicately placing their tongue on their vagina and scissoring. It's not... It's not representative of how actual... And I think, you know, when you put somebody... Yeah, I just feel like when you put somebody in a space and pay them, mm-hmm. it's going to be the pretty glamorous... It's going to be nice pretty. They're going to be completely shaved. Yeah. The the strap-ons will just be tastefully small. Yeah. And it's, it's boring and it's clean and it's, it's, it's made for men to observe. Right. It's not made for those two women to enjoy each other. However, we've, we've seen this thing where people cannot separate porn from real life. So that's why you yeah. have all these boys trying to beat your pussy up. And you're like, this is uncomfortable. That's mm-hmm. my cervix. Please don't yeah. touch my cervix. You know? And it's a problem because when they see those lesbians, oh, heavy on the air quotes with the lesbians because <laughs> they're not even lesbians half the time. Uh-huh. You can tell when they're real lesbians and when they're not. Right. Um. Then you'd be like, oh, I'm bisexual. Oh, shit, that must mean you are. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. It, it, the concept of a woman completely... Wanting to be with just women is one a threat in a way. Um, I think it is a threat. It it it, it threatens them because it's like you can have a whole relationship without me, and now that you're by, it's like so you've experienced dick, yeah. and you still don't want a man to be involved with you. Uh, sexual fluidity is only okay for girls gone wild. It's only okay if when it's to when entertain it's cute, a man. It's when it's when it's inter- to entertain a man. So I won't even say that sexual fluidity in women is accepted women don't die because of it because you know there'd be a lot of bi men or right. gay men who get actually literally murdered i mean women do die but it's only they when, do they, die. when it's when it's the man involved right and yeah. it's like women you know 
you get to you get sent to gay camp too, like yeah. the other kids will. But men, it's much more dangerous for them to be to come out as sexually fluid just because of the society you set up. Mm-hmm. But don't think that it's a a wonderful time to be a, a flu, sexual fluid fluid woman because he's still fetishized. Okay, so okay, well, what about um the whole the paint? What is the spectrum you call the oh the Kinsey scale? Yeah. So, do you think with things like that, and you know, you being in the, you know, LGBT community, do you think people have grown to overcomplicate sexuality? I would say yes. Um, I would like to hold my tongue so I won't get dragged by somebody. Okay. Because um, I think it's important to educate people, mm-hmm. but I think. I I'm not I, I don't people, have the privilege to say what where the where the line should go, well, but I think that people, especially after being overlooked for so long, everybody mm-hmm. wants a word. Yeah, they want to be able to be like you know what I'm saying even to be tossed into. It, it it's just like anything like you see some you hear something you're like oh my god that's how I feel deep down inside somebody finally put a word to it. Yeah, so I think that all these people are they're they're scrambling so hard to dice it up so small these pieces like literally they're the differences between some of these are um, minute. Yeah, they're so minute. It's like, but this is a word for heterosexuals who like uh, black girl, black girls who are born in Texas who have red hair. You like you're like, like, there's a word for that. <laughs> like Texans and it's not to uh, blame sexual. Them. I don't know, <laughs> but I mean, like it's not a bad thing because I, I think that that's human nature. Yeah, exactly. You want to be able to Belong. know that you have a, a group of people because I know for myself, especially pansexuality, and I'm not saying that heterosexuality is as old as the day is long. I think bisexuality came up right behind it. It is not. It's not a new concept at all. Mm-mm. Pansexuality is most people are like, huh? like that's how yeah. you kind of like responded to me. And for a long time, it's it's scary to feel a certain way and not know if it's normal, mm-hmm. not know if it's a real thing. You actually think something might be wrong with you. I remember when I was in my late teens, I started to feel like, okay, not only do I think, okay, I think women are pretty, in a, in a more than pretty sense, not like I'm just admiring them, but mm-hmm. sexually women are attractive. Men are very sexually attractive to me. But then there was like this gray area where like, okay, this guy just told me he was gay, but I'm still crushing on him hard. You know what I'm saying? Shouldn't that cut off my, my feelings? Frank Ocean Shouldn't I... came out, girl, I still want to <laughs> I know, but like, in a very, and I mean, right. everybody has a celebrity crushes. You don't care if they're gay or what, because right. they're celebrities. So they already, their sexuality because of their elitism is kind of like, it doesn't matter. I could just, you could just crush on Jada Pinkett just because you don't even care that lady that's a woman. You just love her. You know what I'm saying? Because it's outside of the realm of right, possibility. Exactly. But in real world, like I was meeting these gay men and I really had real feelings. Right. I had a friend who I became so close with him over college. We stayed together. Uh, we slept in the same bed. We ate together, we laughed together, we did everything together, put our money together to do everything, and we had a very special relationship. And it was very hard because I remember both of us were kind of looking at each other in these like kind of weird moments of like, I don't even know what to say to you, you know what I'm saying? Because I can't, I there's nothing I can say to you that's going to make this okay. Because at this time, uh, it was like the early teen, 2000 teens, and it was just, New words are always coming up because sexuality is constantly evolving. So we just didn't even know what to say to each other. And everybody knew, like, you know, okay, they just had this special thing going on. It To the point where, you know, I got married and he didn't come to my wedding. It broke my heart. You know what I'm saying? Like, he just didn't come. He downright refused to come. And um, it hurt my feelings so bad. You know what I'm saying? Because I I was thinking to myself, like, I kind of had subscribed him to this point of, like, okay, he's my friend. He doesn't want to be anything more... 
I mean, if, if he liked me or if he wasn't gay or, you know, what I, I had this constant in my mind, if he would change his mind, you know what I'm saying, he would say something to me about it. Well, anyways, um... That's crazy. Yeah, it was really crazy. I mean, like, when he moved away, it broke my heart. I went through a real-ass breakup. I was in depression mode times a thousand. Yeah, you cr- you know I, can... I cry over things. Yeah, I know, I'm getting... I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm really sorry, everybody. Aw, you need some tissue? Oh, my gosh. I don't even Why think I have regular tissue. Oh, yeah, I do. What? I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Make it emotional. There you go. You can just... Take as much as you want. That man Sorry. didn't come on her wedding, y'all. Yeah, I know. He didn't come. Okay. I don't want to keep talking about this. Oh, well, no, it's okay. Like, I'm like, but yeah. You need something, too? <laughs> I cry every day. Y'all are hilarious. I know. I can't I'm take sorry. it. <laughs> okay, all right. Anyways, um, he didn't. And it hurt my feelings real bad. So is it because he had feelings for you? Or? Yeah, I think that okay. because there was no word for that. Yeah. You know? So that's why. Okay, I'm going to give you a minute. I'm sorry. So anyways, it just it amplifies it because he passed away recently. Oh. That's my friend John Day. I know. <laughs> the damn story. I know. It's just like, oh my gosh. Okay, so that's what happened. Okay. I'm done. I'm done, everybody. <laughs> I'm We're gonna take a break to cry. <laughs> we'll be right back. You know what? Oh we'll my be God. back after these messages. <laughs> oh my God! I'm sorry. That was awful. I'm about to pause it. All right. Okay. So I don't know. I don't even know where I left off. We're back. Yeah, we're back. I'm sorry, after. but what I was trying to say before I got derailed by that uh, Lifetime movie, um, <laughs> what I was trying to say was it's very important that people know that what they're feeling is not only valid, but they have a community of people, and it's not right. outside the scope of, like, I think anything that you've never heard of be- sounds insane to you. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like, because that's really the space we were in. It was like, is this even really real? Right. This can't be real life. And whatever we're experiencing, it's embarrassing. You know what I'm saying? Because you're like... You know, because people have turned for girls who just crush on gay guys. It's like, I even heard the word, like, a fag hag or whatever. Like, yeah, girls who just, I've like, hunt gay best friends or gay guys. And it, it, it felt wrong because it it's embarrassing. It's a fetishization. Yeah, it's embarrassing. And it's like, I really didn't feel that way. Like, I just like all gay guys. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, it's just, I just really love him. And so, it was a very hard thing to go through not having that word to, like, pin to yourself because... You can't even really defend it. You're just like right. kind of like everybody's looking at you like, what the fuck? So that's, that's kind of how it went. Okay. And that's, is it because, is it by choice? Or do you think they you forced into why. doing it? <laughs> you know why. You know why. You know why. Because I think that already, I don't know. I they mean, see this, us more I, as aggressive. Yeah. And um, also less feminine. Yeah. Versions of, Fat you know. girls get there. So they get forced into that space, you think? A lot of the times. Uh, okay. Uh, I would um, say lead. But led strongly. You don't have to commit to it, but yeah. you definitely are, yeah. yeah. You're not really seeing a relationship of a big feminine girl. Who's girl? I could have swore this thing was on silent. I'm a new name. iPhone user, so even if the oh, thing shows... switch thing. But it's red, so I, oh. I don't know. See? I tried. iPhone discussions aside. Yeah. <laughs> um, Fat girls, uh... In media and in life are typically shown as being aggressive, um, really rough, loud. And yes, baby, I'm loud. I'm a loud girl. Um, yes, me and Candy both. Um, but, you know, very aggressive. We, we will threaten to sit on you. We, we take over our little men type of people. And 
you know, you, you get put into space, like, well, you might as well be a stud, because most fat girls are aggressive, even though most fat girls, you know, aren't aggressive. That- it's it's based on stereotype. It's based on socialization. Mm-hmm. It's not that more fat girls want to be masculine and presenting. A lot of those cute clothes don't even fit us. For, I mean, for yeah. a while, it's hard to shop. Um, I think it still is. I mean, it is. Like, the outfit I have on now is sickening, but I had to order it online. I couldn't just walk into the store. And, and I know it was gorgeous. It is expensive. These is red bottoms. These is, I'm oh, sorry. Um... I got my outfit from Asher Stewart, which... Girl, and why would they not let you order to the store in Asher Stewart? They is wrong for that. They're and they for... have stores. Right. Like, they have stores. You're getting shipments every day. Like, why are you trying to... I'm sorry. You no, no, but that brings up the point. It's, it's yeah. harder to be, I guess, traditionally femme anyway, because especially when I was growing up, and I grew up pretty poor, and even through college when I didn't have a lot of money of my own, it was relegated to t-shirts and jeans. So if... And, you know, skinny girls can go to Forever 21 or Charlotte Blues and pick up a $5 outfit and be right. feminine and cute and shit. And it took a lot more work for me to achieve that. So if you're already fat and you're already seen as aggressive, you might just pick up those masculine role, uh, roles. I know throughout middle school, up until my 11th grade year of high school, I wore this these baggy je- girl, these baggy jeans, this, <laughs> this billabong hoodie, and yeah, these cornrows cornrows that went straight to the back like I was mm-hmm. Queen Latifah and set it off like <laughs> I was already in my sexy stud form and you know I didn't even realize it it wasn't like a choice like I didn't want to be feminine or anything right. like that it's just those are the clothes that I, could, I, I was easily more accessible to so with that being said do you feel like fat men are pushed to be more feminine I can't really speak for fat men um well, just in I your mean, experience. I mean, you you see your bears, and the bears are turned for the big, fluffy, hairy kind of guys, big and tall guys. You get your people like Eden Johnson, Magic Johnson's son, who were just like out of this world. Mm-hmm. I mean, and when he was much bigger, he was like out here in feather boas and. Heels do you think and... that's a common thing, or do you? Or, or let me ask you this: like when you see, I don't know. I'm thinking of all the big gay guys I know. They tend to be a little bit more. Uh, Feminine in their presentation, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't say it's such a big rash thing to see a, a masculine presenting gay man. Um, I know, I didn't know about this, but I learned about this recently. I follow a lot of uh, LGBT people on YouTube, and it's very important if you are LGBT or even if you're straight to follow a lot of people who mm-hmm. are colored and um, are LGBT, so you, you learn a lot more too. And there's this guy I follow. He's a thin man, and he's very feminine. I mean, he stays in the forever twenty one. Right. He stays in the crop top. You know, wears right. wigs and stuff like that. And they'll talk about how a lot of gay men don't even want to be around feminine um, gay men. You know, mask for mask. That's masculine for masculine. Oh, okay. it's another thing you also see on the hell app known as Grinder. <laughs> 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 hell app. Why am I waking up in hell? Yes. Like, really so I mean, them. yes. Uh, the way you present yourself does go into fatness a lot of the times. Too. Okay. Yeah. So my last main question that I have is what would y'all say, and this is for both of y'all, what would y'all say fat women had over skinny women? Like what is the thing that you think would kind of make you the preference over a skinnier woman? See, this is going to sound shady. No tea, no shade, y'all. Um, you can be shady. It's Okay. <laughs> The thing was, when I was growing up fat, I'm relatively dark skinned mm-hmm. as compared to like an Ashanti or something right. like that. My hair is nappy. 
um, you know, I'm, I'm the one that Twitter niggas make jokes about, basically. When you grow up looking like that, and I already told you about my set it off braids. I already told you mm-hmm. about my... Girl, please stop with that. Girl, I have set it off braids, girl. Um, and the way I presented myself, I kind of grew up an ugly duckling. Hard to believe. But that forced me to... Please don't take this as offense. To develop a personality on my own. Because everything wasn't given to me. And not mm-hmm. to say every thin woman has everything given to her. Right. But if you have your, I mean, very traditional That's one thing you woman, don't have to worry about. I, I, people didn't just give me things because I was pretty. Right. Kind of, you know. Yeah. So as a fat girl, I had I had to be the smartest one in the room. Mm-hmm. I had to be the funniest one. Um, You know, more clever. I had to know how to defend myself. And as I've gotten, quote unquote, prettier over the years and been able to afford things like weave and makeup and a style of my own and um, I bring those personality traits with me. So now I'm just like, I'm, I'm a triple threat now. You know, not only am I smart, not mm-hmm. only am I confident, you know, I'm beautiful as well, physically. And that what attracts a lot of people to me. And people who would otherwise not be attracted to me if I didn't have a lot of those things or find themselves to be attracted to me. Mm-hmm. So what about you? Uh, I don't what know what you? your name is. Is it Candy or Candy? I'm Candy. She's Candy. Candy. I forgot. It's been so much confusing. So what would you say um, your one-up or what, what about you would make you the preference over a skinny woman? Because, um, oh wait, go ahead. Do you know? Mm-hmm. You don't understand the question? No, what? Mm-hmm. So, like, um, I guess, like, why? I don't know. I guess, I don't know. I guess that's really the question. I think, you know, not trying to sell yourself or anything like that, but it has to be something about a fat woman or, you know, whatever you want to describe yourself as that will make somebody gravitate towards you more. She says it's her personality and things like that. So what what do you, in your experience, what has it been about you that, you know, made people attracted to you versus? I don't, you know what the thing is? I don't know that I have anything on a skinny woman. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I don't think that I have a one up or like a trump card or anything like that. Um, it's something that I do ponder a lot. Like what, what is it? The other day I called Candace because I'm Candy. <laughs> so I call Candace. And, um, and I was talking to her about a recent experience of mine when I went down South with Mm -hmm. Deb and, um, she said, stop trying to figure out what it is about you. But I said, you know, I think, and after I got the phone, I thought to myself, it's a, but it's a very poignant question. I think it's an important thing to answer, to know what it is about you. What do you bring to the table? Or why do you inspire people to feel a certain way? It's just like if you're a girl and say, nobody likes you. I think you should have, uh, you know what I'm saying? You should, yeah. you should answer that question. Well, I was about you to stop thinking about it because you were racking your brain. Well, yeah, it. I mean, it does bother me. She called me three separate me. times about it. <laughs> it doesn't bother me like that, but it's just like, it is very surprising. You know what I'm saying? That, mm-hmm. you know, it, it does surprise you. And you have to ask yourself, like, what is it about me? But I think that for myself personally, and I'm not going to say what is it about fat women that they got over skinny women, but Mm -hmm. I just think that what I bring with me through my experience, I think I view, everybody views everything through a lens. I view it through my dark skin lens. I view it through my HBCU educated lens. I view it through my small town lens, my fat lens, my black lens, all that is that, um, I think it's just a certain genesis quoi. Like you don't know what it is. It's just something about you. you. And I think that 
my whole life has been about openness. Mm-hmm. And um, well, you're for, very starting, unapologetic. Too. Yeah, I am. I'm yeah. unapologetic. I just am. I mean, I'm. I have fun. I'm loud. Mm-hmm. I like right. it. I like myself. Um, I know myself, and it's just a certain from my family life to the life I live now. You know, what I'm saying with you guys up here in Michigan, um, and even doing this podcast, I'm I'm an open person. I love to share. Sometimes I overshare. I've had to stop myself doing that too. Um, but you know, the openness. I think people are attracted to that. I think that yeah, I think they so see too. somebody, and I think that this is the answer that I was looking for earlier this week. I think that I I arrived at or landed on is that. For the first time, some I think people are able to feel comfortable enough to explore that other side of something that maybe they wouldn't have been comfortable doing with someone else. Mm-hmm. Like maybe, you know what I'm saying? Just like you just said, like, I want to ask these questions, but I don't want to offend anybody. Right. And then when you meet somebody where you really know they have, maybe not all the answers, but maybe they can even help you a little bit understand something or yourself better. Mm-hmm. It feels good to have somebody who you know is not going to jump down your throat. Like, what do you mean? You're trying to come on to me and you supposed right. to be gay. Like, what you talking about? Like, da, da, da. And they're yeah. like, whoa, wait one second. Like, let me back up. So I think it's just the openness and a willingness to... Um, I hear you. I hear you. And you don't have to... You don't even have to know what you're doing. All I need to know is that you don't mean any harm. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, and that's kind of the way I live my life. With a guy, girl, gay, straight, uh, bisexual rolls up on me and be like, you know, I think you're beautiful. I would say thank you. Mm-hmm. And um, you don't have to know. You don't have to say like, well, I've never been with a girl before. I've never been a plus size girl or anything like that. You, it's okay because I didn't know either. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I've been there in that space. You know okay. what I'm saying? So, Can I just, just let y'all know? After that beautiful, poignant response from Candy, don't don't tell a fat girl that you've never been with them. Yeah, please don't say that. Don't. That's not what I'm saying. Um, don't <laughs> say that. Don't please don't. I think that everybody has a responsibility to everybody else, so that the human world <laughs> that they come in contact with, to be in general polite or or at least know that's offensive. Don't, you know what I'm saying? Try offensive. to, but. Again, like I said, sometimes people in true ignorance is not even knowing that you don't know. Right. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes people really do say things and they really don't even know. Like, I mean, if you get the inkling that this might be rude, just don't fucking say it. But <laughs> right. you really know somebody. But I think that there is a certain level. I think that at a certain level, getting to know a man or mm-hmm. a woman, if they do turn to you in a space that's safe and they really care about you, right. you can feel that. They can say, I've never been with a plus size woman. And that's different than just leading with, hey, girl, you looking good for a big girl. I ain't never yeah, been with a big girl before. And yeah, exactly. It's okay to, like, because I think that's an honest moment of saying, like, I've never been with, you know what I'm saying? To be honest with you, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I've never been with somebody who's bisexual. Mm-hmm. I've never been with somebody who says they're pansexual. I, I just haven't. And I don't yeah. want you to, you know what I'm saying? I don't want you to freak out, think I'm fetishizing you or anything like that. I just, mm-hmm. I just ne- never been here in this People place. don't even know what fetishization yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they don't. They don't. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think that that I think that openness and willing to teach without being like crazy or you know, not crazy, right. but like hypersensitive about certain things. Like it's good, you know. So I mean, yeah, I learned so much today. That is so beautiful. This is nice. Like, <laughs> so do I have y'all permission to like text y'all and ask y'all stuff? Yes, do that. Look at her. She like I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you should get you guys. Literally, when I was talking about my dating experience, she asked me, "Was I playing about my sexuality?" And but I, I mean, like, but again, it just took me off guard. So I was just like, because I've never had somebody who's like a friend of mine say something like that. Because I was like, "What?" But she again, she didn't know. I wouldn't offend her by saying, 
True ignorance of not even knowing that you don't know. I was shook, y'all. I'm not even going to hold y'all up. I was shook. I was like, she was about to kill me. <laughs> I'm going to defend her. She did not know. She didn't I mean did. it. Right away, she apologized, backed up and said, oh my gosh, I didn't even know. You know, so I feel her with that, you know. And I just think that's just, you know, a reason to stop doing stuff because you think it's a trend or it's popular mm-hmm. because it's people like Candace who has to constantly defend her sexuality because it's been adopted by people who are just riding the wave. The, I think the porn lesbians. Yeah. As I call them the stop it. Or please. the attention seekers or people who just think And it's, it's okay cool to, to be bicurious. I will never take your bicuriousness away from you. That's not my job to do so. But if you're not bisexual, don't don't say that. Yeah. It's okay to be curious. I mean, of course, you did. I didn't come out the womb like, I just know what I want and yeah. I want it now. Uh-huh. It's, I kept quiet, though. Yeah. I didn't be like, I, I am this. And you investigated and yeah, explored. Yeah, I did my thing. I listened to what my, that fuck shit my mom had to say. <laughs> yeah. And I ignored it. Yeah. Thank God. I'm, I'm so happy. I mean, I'm in the closet. Well, not really. Like, mm-hmm. she could listen to the podcast and I'd be like, it is what it is. I don't mm-hmm. know what to tell you. Like, right. I just didn't tell you because I didn't want to mess up the family function. Right. Because um, that would have been a mess. Yeah. But I um, agree. I, I enjoy my sexuality and it's mm-hmm. beautiful when people get to enjoy themselves and not think so deeply about it because when you put yourself in a box, and humans have to put things in boxes, when you put yourself in a box, you really, you can really hurt yourself. You limit yourself. Yeah. yeah. So, what questions did y'all have? Did I cover everything, or I have so many questions about heterosexual? No, I don't. <laughs> like, how do you do it? How, how am I playing? How, well, like, yeah, are you playing, bitch? Well, no, but I, I really am asking. Like, I mean, I know this sounds so crazy, but like, as a pansexual person, I run into people. You know, what I'm saying, no matter what it is, or you know, what I'm saying, no matter how they identify, I always question, like. How? How do y'all only eat one thing or even two things? I'm looking like, how is this possible? I like my two so things. When, I know you do, but how I'm just like, you? but then I like five other things on the menu. You don't want to try them at all? Girl, you know it I'm blows picky, my girl. mind. You know but I mean, this time. is actually a, this is actually really like really an oxymoron because I order the same thing at restaurants. Yes, every time I, go. <laughs> but, like, I can't tell you her order right now. Okay, leave me else. alone. Leave me alone. Okay, <laughs> like it's funny. It's ironic because I actually am not that adventurous with my food, but I'm using it as a you know example. Right. But I'm just I, it blows my mind to hear somebody say like this is what I like and that's it. And I just thinking like so I, I, I'm a what if person and I hate that because I think I, I don't want to like make anybody mad or anything. But I always think to myself like okay so like okay so you okay. I'm gonna, Ask me, yeah, okay, come on. So you're heterosexual. Yes. So you only identify, you only like what? I guess I would say men, but I don't know. I guess like you think you know something until you hear something else, right? A lot of so, shit people don't know that there's a spectrum. Right, exactly. And I'm not even shook. I'm just like, well, let me know what I'm talking about. Right. I don't think you would be anything. Yeah, I mean, I'm like I said, I'm attracted. I'm obviously attracted to men, but like I said, when I when I started, I said, you know, I don't not think women are beautiful or whatever. So okay. I, yeah, I'm I'm attracted to men. Okay, so men. I know. I'm just I'm just trying to understand. Like like, listen, I'm just listen. I'm it's sorry. okay. I'm not trying to like trick you into saying no. like I'm gay. I'm sorry if I cry or anything like that. I just want to no, know. That's not gonna so, be. So, but my yeah. biggest question to women who are like um heterosexual, the biggest thing. I find confusing about it is okay. You're attracted to men, okay. 
So let's swipe left on all women, uh, mm-hmm. cis women. Swipe left. Get get them out of here. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now you just have this huge profile of men. I'm just like in my mind, this is a dating app, and we're mm-hmm. creating it in our minds. Are we like group thinking right now? This is okay. what I'm saying. Okay. So now your profile is down to just men, right? Um, how do you feel about a man who might not identify as completely heterosexual himself? However, heterosexual women is one of the things that he enjoys on his menu. You'll be okay with that. Okay. That's yeah. interesting. Okay. I mean, if I date a straight man, that doesn't make me in a heterosexual. I mean, make me straight. No, I know that. I'm just, I'm saying, I just, but I know that a lot of people who are heterosexual that I encounter, when they say, I don't, I'm not speaking for you because I don't know if this is how you feel. Clearly not. But um, a lot of heterosexual people feel like I, to be truly heterosexual, I can only date other heterosexuals. That's well, not how that works. I know it's not. But well, it's just I, weird, and I'm going to so. say this. When uh, the episode of, what was that? Insecure came out last summer mm-hmm. when uh, Molly was dating a guy and she said she, went, and the guy said he, like, I, I don't know. Did they have sex? They did something. He did something with a guy. And so she said she couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Like, she said she couldn't deal with him. And so, like, I had this whole thing on Facebook. I'm like, so how do y'all feel about that? Because if somebody said they did something one time, I honestly don't think. I would not think. ask the Facebook crowd. Who yeah, you Facebook grandmas be on there. <laughs> yeah, Look, if a man ever touched a dick, seen a dick, he gay. Yeah. Like, okay. Facebook like, said, most of, most of the people on Facebook said, like, no, I couldn't do it. Yeah, that's don't And so, I, I mean, in my head, I'm just like, well, one, it will be, uh, it will. I, I would just have one of these sessions. Like, help me understand if it was a situation where they were currently like identi- They currently identified as gay. I would have to understand. Like, so what is it about me or whatever? So I, I, that would I would have to. We, I would have to understand. But I'm not like absolutely not. If that is helpful. Right. But if it was a one time thing, I just don't see the problem at all. It's like try something. Didn't like it. Like y'all telling gay women to try dick all the time. So yeah. I don't see what the problem is now. Yeah, so and I again, mean stuff so like that. I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. Did that I, answer your question? Yeah, it did. It really did. I just I mean I just want to get gain some perspective into like Because what you I don't know either. Like when you see somebody I mean, I guess if you're on a dating app and you see what they identify as that's one thing, but if I'm just talking to you, you know, how do I really know? Yeah, that happens. me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah. Some people, you know, like you say, you could probably... unless it come up. But then, yeah. like, like situations like this with me and Candice, are you seriously bisexual? Are you being? Yeah, stuff like that come know, up, yeah. and then it's like, man, well, <laughs> I'm gonna defend her. She, she said just, she didn't know. <laughs> she just triggered me again, guys. I'm triggered on this podcast. Right. I'm no. gonna continue to defend my friend. That's why I'm saying. Rolling down my eyes. I'm gonna stop bringing it up. But yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, how do you even talk to somebody about that to see, you know, where they at or what's going on? I guess the answer is like, if you're not being pursued and you don't plan on pursuing that person, I guess it's none of your business. I mean, that's true. I always, you know what I'm saying? I always, not that sexuality should be any secret. Like, I mean, but that's my own. You know what I'm saying? But it's my own thing. So I guess I I guess you don't know. I mean, like, comfortable enough, you could ask them as a friend. My friend said she didn't know. I'm going to continue to respond. Impact over intent. Okay, yes. Okay. I was here for the impact as well as the intent. And I think I her said, said she I wants felt... to really gain 
some real world footing on but the, the early... impact on me. I know, I understand. <laughs> she didn't know. I'm gonna defend you. You did not know. And she just said she was the only person in the world besides your mother who did not know. So I'm gonna defend yeah, you. Yeah, like I don't know how know. I would know. How would I yeah, know? How would she have known? Well, I guess <laughs> so it's, it's not a thing yeah. about over knowing or not. You could have been like, oh, you're bisexual. You did not have to go. Straight people, listening. <laughs> Please let this be a lesson. Let this be a lesson. <laughs> learn from me. Please learn, from, learn me. from me. Don't ever in your life, even if you think they playing, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Don't ask no bi person that. And I do have occasional verbal diarrhea. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of stuff come out. And you really don't even know what you just said. <laughs> you can see my eyes right now, y'all. Oh, this is funny. I'm sorry. I do I've say... never been like genuinely offended by something. <laughs> I'm just like, wow. Like it's different when it's in person versus online. Cause you expect people on the internet to say anything. But when right. somebody in real life say it, you're just like <gasps> And I feel like Ooh. if I was online, I would know. I mean, if you you know, if something like this came to strike that kind of question online, right. I would know. But yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not playing. <laughs> I'm no, sorry. she's not playing. I'm a, yeah, I know. I know now. <laughs> I'm going to just apologize to the kid. Just every time I see her, <laughs> I am. If you don't keep bringing that up, I am so sorry. See, that's why I keep bringing it up because I'm like cringing about it. Like, that's why I keep but bringing it up. But you know what? That's why, like, I don't know. I can't speak for everybody. I'm just happy you did it with me. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Right. Like, that's what people who are close to you are supposed to be for. They're for teaching. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, Please teach me. Yeah. They're for teaching. I'm telling you, me. and I'm just going to go off on everybody I know that just play around like that because they just have this kind of jacked up way of jacking me up. And I just I just don't appreciate it because if you was anybody else, I probably would have got cussed out. So, thank you for not cussing me out. I did not cuss you out. I mean, you did, like, with your face, but... <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> I'll accept that. <laughs> Why she got me ugly laughing on this broadcast? I'm sorry. I apologize. I did not mean to start the ugly laugh. That is funny. That's okay. But what other questions y'all got? I mean, is that it? Uh, did I cut you off? I'm sorry. Was you about to was say about something? To well, I mean... The thing is, dating is difficult on its own. Yeah. Even if you are traditionally what this country or the Western world would want to be dating, so skinny and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Add on your fatness to that; it's even more difficult. And then black. And then you add your blackness. And then, and then you add don't. Your LGBT. And I think it's real relevant with how you were talking earlier. The conversation we had when we were at, excuse me, when we were at breakfast about like I don't speak emoji. Well, emoji is like a commonly used mm-hmm. language. It, and it's because it's not a language. It's just how we choose to communicate. It's not, I didn't have a problem and with so, emojis themselves. No, yeah. just as, you know, initial conversation, yeah. all that other stuff. It's like difficult because you value communication using words right. and things like that. Words mean things. Exactly. <laughs> and so you got But as a fat girl, I'm expected to just be like, there. oh, you're offering you should me be with dick. It. Yeah. I, I, my legs are open. Yeah, and exactly. So I think it's all relevant. It's all relevant. It all cycles what? into itself. It's, you know, the self-eating. I broke my pencil. She broke her pencil, y'all. Sad day. Oh, I'm going to fix it. She going to fix it, y'all. <laughs> but no, no, don't stop talking. Um, No, it all intertwines with each other. And, um, 
we all have to understand it and hopefully y'all have a great time you know plus size dating out there and yeah hope you uh if you and just LGBT, understand yeah. like i don't know me i'm a curious person so i'm always somebody just trying to figure out and understand stuff just do it the right way and don't be afraid to like open yourself up to new things. I think a lot of people live in, like you were talking about, the binary way of living. It's just mm-hmm. like this or that. But it's like, it's a whole world of stuff that, you know, you don't know about. Like, I learned about pansexual sexuality today. And I had no clue that was a thing. Yeah. So. But I don't know. I, you know, the funny thing is, the emoji conversation had me cackling. Because, like, I, I swear, I, it was so funny. Like, I mean, I get, I get what you're saying. I 100% understand. I don't know. I, I mean, I guess... Dating now is like so. It's different. I don't want to start the podcast but I put it back up. I think you were trying to rap. Yeah, I was. <laughs> but listening. I apologize. But no, I'm just like it's like it's so different now, and like the languages and the ways we're using to contact each other and to initiate contact is so. I mean, it is so different. You know what I'm saying? Everything is. It's evolving, different from like know? even when we were younger. Yeah, absolutely. Like what was that Black Planet when it was like we were young? Y'all don't bring up that? Black Planet. We need to stop this podcast. Now. <laughs> <She's that laughs> <parent. laughs> But I mean, I'm just saying, like you know, back when the dating sites like really first started up, like I mean, but no, not even so were they even dating sites considered yes. dating sites? I they, think they, they were. They, they had, yeah. yeah. I feel they like any, evolved. I feel like everything was a dating site back then. I mean, Facebook is a dating site now. Like, yeah. I mean, people think it is. Like, you be like, where'd you meet? Oh, I know. They go to make LinkedIn a dating site. You know, some <laughs> Girl, guys, like, I saw your your resume. You're like, what? <laughs> what? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Hilarious. But I mean, no, it's like it's a yeah. really different kind of thing. But um, right. I don't know. Like I said, like one person's like uh, what they call Doctor Phil calls them deal breakers. <laughs> one person's deal breakers is completely not somebody yeah. else's. Because I was right. thinking to myself, like, well, if somebody rolls about me with an emoji, I might be a little flattered. I with mean, a heart, yeah. emoji, <laughs> and it's a hard eyes. Yeah, that's but, what I'm saying. You know, it's just different. Yeah. We have to remember as as bigger women that we all have we are allowed to have different standards. Yeah, and we are to have allowed. We are allowed higher. to have standards. Period. Period. Yeah. So. I mean, I definitely understand that. I definitely, un- I, I definitely subscribe oh, yeah. to that. You know, you. Understand. But the thing is, like I said, I don't know. Candace, Candy's more fun than me, y'all. I don't know that if it's like because you said we all have different standards. Yeah, they're different. They're you know, different. they're not they're higher just, or lower than. Yeah, yeah. Like I said they're just different. Because I mean, even when you were recalling the person who rolled up on you was like. How old you is? Like, and you were like, Ooh, look at her face. She was disgusted. <laughs> but the gag is, I talk like that. <laughs> like, I literally talk like that. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, and you guys accept me wholeheartedly. I don't think you guys think I'm uneducated or that, you no, know, it's not anything like that. African American. It's just the vernacular. I, I think it's the, it's the fact approach. that you're asking me that question. It's the approach. Um, it's. Who, girl? You don't. Your first contact with me. Shouldn't for me. It should be, be a all good pictures. first impression. Yeah, I can complain about just saying hey to me, but at least I know you wanted me to respond to hey. I absolutely do not know how to respond to emojis. They probably want you to send some back. I don't want to send one so. back. But eventually, it's got to be some kind of exchange. It's like when words. people end a conversation with lowercase o. Just yeah. oh, I'm not gonna respond to that. Like, what am I? What am I supposed to say? To that? I get that. I'm an adult. I've been on here just on the planet just as long as you have. I grew up in the same city, Detroit. Uh, I'm not from no bougie part of Detroit. I'm from Six Mile. Um, people say I talk white, but whatever. Screw you. I talk how I talk. Um, I talk bougetto. But um, oh. I have my standards. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. And, 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 and it's not even just men who do this. When I'm in the 
lesbian space too. Studs will talk to me like that too. Yeah. Talk about you ain't too big to get eight. Who says that to a human? <laughs> Look at me. Ah! Ah! Girl, what? Yeah, she said, ah! <laughs> Y'all know, I, I'm like the biggest non-ho-hole there she, is in the she, world. She, I apologize. She lives for the ratchetness. But I, I feel know. like if you if you have, I'm looking for a relationship on your profile, yeah. these are not the things you say. Yeah. If I said, I want some dick on my profile, then you can talk to me. But if I'm saying, hey, you know, I, I like something a little different and I'm educated and here's the things I have, don't don't send me hieroglyphics. Okay, so they how can people get in touch with y'all? Yes, because don't we go to her house. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> she got me ratchet laughing in this place. Um, you can. The best place to reach me actually is on my Tumblr, and it's at Candy Hates Tumblr, but Tumblr has an E in it. <laughs> Candy Hates Tumblr. Yes, okay. that's my Tumblr name because I, I actually do hate Tumblr. Actually, I live for Tumblr, and my Instagram is King Candy. So you should be able to find me there. Yes, and it's no like faces emojis. No, I mean not emojis. No, no emojis. Underscore. <laughs> my, my Instagram. No, my. I told you my Instagram is King Candy, and my Twitter is isn't it underscore Tiny Hippo? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, I know, right? That's I lo- so cute. I love hippo, so it's underscore Tiny Hippo. Okay, and I'm real easy. Everything is the same for me across candy all. Kismet. Yep, Candy Kismet. C A N D I I K I S M E T. And you can find me on Snapchat, Instagram, Tumblr. Everything. Everything. <laughs> Except for Facebook. I don't do that Facebook. I'm going to change but. my social media stuff. So it says Candy Hates everything. My Twitter will be like Candy Hates Twitter. That'll Candy be cute. Hates Facebook. Candy Hates Instagram. That's going to be dope. Yes. Okay. So, all right, y'all. Well, thanks for coming. Just tell everyone bye. So we can bye. Bye. <laughs>